Are you trying to figure out life, goals, God, and everything in between? Well, guess what? You're not the only one. My name's Michelle Nicole, and I'm the founder of God Distracted. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about how you can minimize your distractions and get more God Distracted. Let's talk about the areas of business, life, love, God, and how they all intertwine to make us who we are. So if this is something you're interested in, make sure to tune in. Talk to you soon. Hi, guys. Welcome back to God's Tracted. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, this podcast is going to be, I don't want to say a little bit different, but we just going to be real. 2024, God has been really stripping me of perfectionism. Perfectionism. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. He's been stripping me of being Little Miss Perfect, there's an example of it right there, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but he's been stripping me of that and allowing me to be more vulnerable. And so with this podcast, it's going to be probably one of the most vulnerable and one of the most honest podcasts I have done to date, um, because it's going to talk about me and my separation in my marriage and me dealing with being brokenhearted in a place where God is really showing up, right? And I wanted to talk about that because this morning I woke up in a not so good space, you know, and um, God had just gave me some revelation in that space. And y'all, I'm a crybaby. I've been crying since the last half of 2023 and into 2024. And my cries now are cries of both joy and pain. And so if we're going to be real, we're going to talk about it in a realness. So if I cry, just roll with it, y'all. But here's the deal. I don't know if you guys know, because probably not, because I didn't announce it yet, but I've started a YouTube channel. And a YouTube channel is I am Lachelle Nicole. When you guys listen to this, I haven't debuted the YouTube channel yet, because I am editing the content for it. But um, the separation story and the details and everything like that is going to be on the YouTube channel. So I'm not going to go into that much details now in this podcast because it was a lot to kind of film it for YouTube and going through everything again for the podcast is just a lot in itself. But I'll let you guys know. And if you follow me on social media and everything, you'll be able to see it and you'll hear about it. And by the next episode, next Thursday, it should already be out. But um. I do want to just say that I am going through a separation of my marriage and it's been a very hard and rough last half of the year for me. Um, There's a lot that went into that separation. Um, A huge part of it was infidelity that happened. Not on my part, (laughs) but it did take place. Um, And it has left me in a very broken hearted place. And throughout this process, God has shown up in a lot of ways. And I just wanted to share that with someone that may be going through this brokenhearted place, this brokenhearted phase, this brokenhearted season, that God has not left you. He has not left you. I know it feels like it because it can feel very lonely when you're going through a breakup. Um, I've never been married before, so this is my first experience of heartache at this high of a level. And so I just want to let you know that God is with us through it all. 
and this is a process for me. Healing is not linear. It's like a roller coaster, especially if you're going through something that literally has thrown you in a loop, you know? And so it's like, oh, now I've gone through that. I'm going through this loop and now I'm back and things seem like we're going, you know, or I'm going great. But a roller coaster, when you go through a loop, next thing you know, you're going up another hill and things are kind of like up, up. And then you go down a free fall drop and another loop. And that's just how it's been for me lately. And so I had to allow myself to to give myself permission to understand that I am human. You know, I want to do a podcast on the line between human or being human and walking your Christian walk. Because sometimes there's a thin line that we tend, at least for me, I tend to not really want to embrace all the humanness of who I am. You know what I mean? That human, my flesh, my humanness gets angry and it cries and it's upset and it gets hurt and we feel all these emotions. But on the flip side, my walk with God and me being a Christian sometimes denies those feelings because it's like, no, there's joy in this. And no, you can't be this because you have God in you. And God is stripping so many parts out of the way to say, no, I was even angry in the Bible. Are you kidding me? My word tells you about times I was angry. Jesus wept. Jesus flipped over tables. Jesus had friends. Jesus felt, you know, and it's okay for us to feel that way. And it's okay for me to be in a state of being kind of hurt, you know, and when I was first going through this, I was hurt and I was angry at God. And I'm being honest. I said, God, why did you allow this to happen to me? Why, why am I going through this? You know, why didn't you protect my heart? And I look back now at so many times where he protected me in this process. I just didn't know it was God's protection. Hindsight is 2020. I look back now and go, yo, God was protecting me. He was keeping me from what I didn't know, you know? And so um, it's okay for you to question God, but also align those questions with the facts. You know what I mean? Feelings aren't facts. And so being able to align the feelings that I feel with the fact of the matter that my God will never leave me or forsake me will get me through this, you know? And so I just wanted to kind of talk about that. I wanted to talk about some things that I had learned through this process, um, so that way, if you're going through this process and it may not be a marriage, it may be a breakup, it may be whatever that's keeping you brokenhearted, um, a friendship breakup, something going on in your family, something going on at work, something that just keeps you brokenhearted. Um, brokenhearted does not necessarily mean I am brokenhearted because I am, um, breaking up from a significant other. So you can replace this brokenhearted with whatever you're going through, but if you are in a place of hurt, these are some things that God has taught me through this process. Now, for me, this number one thing is going to be based on a relationship, but replace it, like I said, whatever you're going through. Um, God told me that only he can make me whole. Only he can make me whole. Only God can make us a whole individual and a whole person. And I feel like there were parts in my relationship and parts in my marriage, we were together for seven years, married for two, that there were parts of it where I looked to him to fill certain areas in my life to make me whole. And whatever that may be, my happiness, my joy, you know what I mean? There's things that are thrown to us, especially as young women and, you know, I'm not, you know, I think I'm kind of like cute auntie stage right now, but I remember being a young girl and a young woman and even, you know, 
young, young, and they throw fairy tales at you and they throw happiness at you. So therefore you expect that these relationships and these marriages and everything is going to be a fairy tale, but it's not right. And so being thrown that and being told that when you get in it, you're kind of like, yo, this is not, you mean it's love and it's good, but no, you can't make me whole. You know what I mean? You can't fill these holes because guess what? He has holes, I have holes, and now we're both trying to fill them up. And now we're both empty filling up each other's holes. And now we're left broken and doing whatever, you know? And so I want to be able to say that God said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Meaning I am the way you're supposed to go. I am the truth. And I am the way that shows you everything. Jesus said, I am the door. Meaning no one else can fulfill this. No one else can do that route. No one else can make you whole but me. So stop looking for wholeness in other people and look to God to fill you up. That's one of the things that I learned. And he just gave me that revelation today, y'all. <laughs> um, another thing that I learned through this is that God is close to the brokenhearted. In Psalms 147, verse three, it says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And when I say that that is the process that I am going through and have gone through since the end of 2023, God has literally showed up and binded up my wound. And here's the deal. He says he binds up our wounds. It doesn't say that he takes away the wound. And I had to learn that. Like God binds up our wounds, meaning a wound. If I have fell or I got a scar or I got a cut or I got a wound, he has to go in and bind that up, right? So I'm going to have to go in and clean out the mess, clean it all out, get the gook, get the infection, get it all out, pour in the peroxide, stitch it up. And now I have a scar from that wound, but I look at that scar and say, God was there. My heart is the wound. It was broken. It was cut. It was hurt. But God will go in there and he will bind up that wound and he will heal it. Yes, a scar may remain because I'm looking for the scar to be gone. God said that scar is not going to leave. But I'm there for you. I will never leave you or forsake you. And I'm going to bind it up. He binds up our wounds. He doesn't take them away, but he binds them up. Sorry but he binds up our wounds. Another thing that um, I learned on and learned to do was to lean on God. I have amazing friends. I have amazing families that have been there through me or with me through this. But when it was like the toughest, toughest of nights and everything, God will show up. He has taught me that he sees us. I remember, I think it was Hannah. No. I don't know. <laughs> In the Bible where she said, you are the God that sees me. I think it was Hannah. You are the God that sees me. And that's how I felt. And that's how I learned. God is the God that sees us. And there were so many times where I felt unseen and I felt rejected and I felt abandoned. And God said, absolutely not. I see you. I choose you. And so what I had to learn to do was get up, even if it was only getting out of the bed to cry but say things and feed my spirit with the things that God says. God sees me, God loves me, God chose me. Because to be honest, I went through a lot of feeling like, yo, you're my husband and you didn't choose me. You know what I mean? You're my husband and, and you were supposed to love me. 
and you chose to give that love to someone else, or you chose to do this, or you chose to give up on our marriage, or you chose to walk away. And it was a lot of feeling rejected. And when we have that feeling, the devil will try to make his way in. And I had to learn to say, absolutely not. God chose me. So it doesn't matter if anyone else chooses me. I am chosen by the most high. I am chosen by the king of kings. I am chosen by the God who is mighty in everything. He is our Adonai. He is the alpha and omega. And if I am chosen by him, I am his daughter. Therefore, the choices that he chooses for my life will always be greater. And that's one of the things I wanted to just kind of lead out with is that everything that God gives will always be greater than the things that we want. Right now I'm in a space where I'm kind of like, God, I don't understand. You know what I mean? I, I love this man and I wanted this marriage and I thought that this was something that you put in my life and that you blessed me with this. So why is it being taken away? Um, God, you are a God that restores. And I'm not saying that he can't restore. God is a God that restores. But what I am saying is that God is saying greater is me that is within you. Therefore, if I am removing something from your life, it will always be greater what I'm going to bring forth in it. And I remember I was watching a, I think it was a YouTube sermon, and I think her name is Nona Jones. Yeah, I'm, I'm failing on the names. <laughs> but she said, God will never put something in someone that walks away from you. He will never put purpose. He will never put love. He will never put hope. He will never put joy. He will never put something in someone that he deems necessary, that he deems purposeful, that he wants to give you if they are walking away from you. We have to let the people that want to walk away from us walk. And I had to learn to do that. Go on and walk, go on and go. And I put you in God's hands because I had to let go. I remember God told me in this process, Lay, I need you to let go of him because I can't get to him because you're still holding on to parts of him that I need to get to. This is my son. And right now you got to let him go. And I don't know if that let go is forever. I don't know if that let go is temporary. I just know that if God says let go, I got to let go and let God. And that's the process that I had to go through. So sometimes when you're holding on to people, places, things, memories, this, that, whatever, and God's telling you, let it go because I need to get to him. And he can't see me because you're standing in the way. You are standing in the way of his salvation, of his restoration. At the end of the day, whether it's my marriage or not, I pray for his salvation more than anything. You know what I mean? I pray for restoration of his belief in God more than anything. I prayed prodigal son story over him more than anything, because guess what? Eternity matters more than this temporary life that we have on earth. So sometimes you need to move out of the way so God can get to the person that you are holding on to when God's saying, no, nah, let him go. Because just like you're my daughter, that's my son. And I need to get to my son. And he can't see me because of you. We don't know sometimes why God clears paths. We don't know why sometimes God removes people from our lives, but we have to look at the blessing of it and not the curse of it. And I had to do that because words have power. And what I wasn't going to do was call a curse on my life over this. I was not going to allow that to happen. God was going to get the glory no matter what. I would just pray, God, if it started with grace, end it in grace. End it in grace, God. End it in grace. And this is the process that God's going through, grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. And so 
I just needed to share that with you guys because I know what it's like to be in such a state where you are just hurt and sad, but you're smiling. And here's the thing, guys, you never know what someone's going through. This has taught me like I never know what someone's going through. There was a time early on when I had first found out about the infidelity and first found out about everything that I would get up out of the bed and I would walk from my house to a flower shop. It's probably about a 20 20 minute walk, maybe 25 minutes. And I would be so hurt and I would be crying. But the one thing I knew I love was flowers. I know flowers make me feel better. Something about flowers in me just brings me joy. So I would say, I'm going to go get my flowers and I'm going to walk back. And outside of the flower shop, they had a bucket of flowers that I guess they just sit here. Anyone could take them because they, you know, they were going to, you know, throw them away anyway, or they couldn't use them, whatever that was. And so I would buy my flowers and I would take a bunch of them and I would walk down the street and I would just see women. I would just give them a flower. Here's a flower for your day. Here's a flower for your day. Because I knew how much getting a flower meant to me, you know? Sorry, I told you I was going to cry. And I knew that People are seeing me and they don't know what I'm going through. They don't know what my process is. They don't know that I'm hurting. And so getting this flower can make anyone feel better, you know? And so I would give those flowers out to people. I would give those flowers out to people because you don't know what may be hurting them behind their that their smile. And so it was just something that was very simple. And um, I encourage you to do that because sometimes your pain isn't just about you. Someone else would be going through something 10 times worse and you can make their day. So I just wanted to share that with you. Um, I wanted to let you know that there are some verses that you can pray over your life when you're going through things. Um, like I said, Psalms 147 verse three said, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Um, Psalms 30 verse two says, oh Lord, I cried for help and you have healed me. God is your healer. He is your comforter. Another verse in Revelations 21 verse 4 says he will wipe away every tear from your eyes. And I can honestly say God did that to me. I would cry and just cry and cry. And God would tell me these tears aren't wasted. These tears aren't wasted. And um, another one is the Lord is close to the, oh, this is the same one. He's close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And so when you are feeling some sort of way, get up and pray those over your life. Get up and just look up, God, what are verses on healing and brokenhearted and joy, and he will come through. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Um, thank you for, for, you know, praying for me as I pray for you. It is such a process, and I appreciate each and every one of your prayers. And if you're going through something like this, just know you are not alone. God has you. He loves you. He has your back, and he's going to wrap his arms around you every single time you come to him. Just don't shut him out. Love on him, and he will love on you back. So thank you, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.